there's a broad. There's a broad right there. Hey! Yeah, you dingbat! I want a picture of beer, fried jalapenos, the nachos grande, and uh, let's start with 50 wings extra hot and keep the ranch coming. Uh, two coffees, please. <laughs> you hear what I ordered? Oh, I'm gonna be farting blood over here. Ladies and gentlemen, turn around and face your doom. It's all right. He's going to call me when he's okay. coming. He usually calls me like when he's like 15 minutes away or whatever. And then uh, right. I'll let you know when that is. And then all I have to do, literally, he just pulls up outside. I just got to run outside and grab it. And I'll come back. That's so nice. I wish I had that when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's the best I can do in, in this in this place. <laughs> Welcome, fanatics. This is the latest entry in Diary of Doom. I'm Dylan. And join me as we look back on the rich history of Doom Metal and its sister sounds based on the recounted tales of its followers. Every week, we'll have a different guest to spin their yarn. And you can follow the website at diaryofdoom.com. Follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, follow the podcast on diaryofdoom.podbean.com, and subscribe and listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you have a question or whatever, you can fire off an email to diaryofdoom1968 at gmail.com. And we have a Patreon that you can support for additional episodes and whatnot that you can find over at patreon.com slash diaryofdoom. This is our third annual 420 uh, album commentary episode. And as always, we've got the inimitable August West. <laughs> What's that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down. I, I was at work <laughs> and uh, I said, oh, that sounds like a good descriptor. Uh, it means so good or unusual as to be impossible to copy or unique. Oh, I would say that's true. Oh, well, thanks. So uh, in previous years, we've done album commentaries for Sleeps, The Sciences, and Weed Eaters, God, Luck, and Good Speed. And this year, it's Bongzilla's Gateway is going to be the album that we're going to be saying stupid shit over. Um, <laughs> but before we get into that, August, you're heading out to Colorado to see Sleep play like two or three shows. So what's that schedule going to look like? I'm unbelievably excited for it. It's uh, next week. Yeah, I'm leaving next week. Uh, the show's the week after, but uh, I'm leaving on Friday, and uh, the show's on the Monday. I'm uh, unfortunately only going to be able to see one show, so I chose Denver. Uh, I'm going to go hang out and uh, see a bunch of people, and hopefully, you know, unbelievably excited. When, when is it? Uh, the show is on the 18th. Okay, there. so this uh, this episode will be uh, dropping on four twenty. So happy four twenty, everybody! Oh yeah. Uh, so you'll so this will be you'll you'll be what heading back by the uh, I'll be at, right. at home. Yeah, I'll probably. All right, cool. But uh, you'll so you'll have seen that. Well, we'll we'll have to do a little recap of that and then maybe drop it in at the beginning of an episode. 
excuse me, of an episode. Sweet. Because uh, I'm pretty interested in uh, what they're going to be breaking out. You know, it's been yeah. a little while. So am I. <laughs> Guys need to make a little make a little scratch. Yeah, everybody needs some cheese, man. <laughs> well, uh, uh, color me jealous. I'm hoping they roll through New York at least at some point through the year. But uh, yeah, as we get into this album commentary, what are you uh, smoking tonight? Because uh, I'm I'm keeping it topical and hitting the old bongaroo. Oh, okay. I am uh, smoking on a sativa hybrid oil in cartridge form. It's a cherry, I believe cherry pie. The dog seems to be knocking on the door. I have to let She's it. She's my cherry pie. Gonna get high. And listen to Bob's What are you doing? <laughs> I've just been doing a lot of carts recently because it's a lot more, it's just a lot better uh, at, at work. Uh, I don't want to like reek at work. <coughs> so, Makes sense. Yeah, I've been just using these a lot more. Doing but come here. I'm also enjoying. Wish I had some Cosmic Eye beer, but I don't. I drink all of it. Um, <laughs> oh, Sam! I heard Sam makes some good beer, huh? Sam makes some fucking kick-ass beer. <laughs> so, awesome. uh, but tonight I'm I'm having to pick this up from a place by me. Gold Star Beer Counter. Shout outs, place for fucking rules. I've never heard of this brewery before. I only bought this because of the label art and the name. Evergreen Brewing Company. It's called Ectonaut. It's a double IPA and it's like some lady in a space suit or a deep sea suit being like, hey, oh, okay. what's going on there, octopus? There's like an octopus on it. Nice. Is it a sticker uh, can? Like, can I take like it the, off? The label, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm probably not going to. You should. Uh, my my roommates do that. All the cool ones. There's a bunch. They make magnets out of them. That's There's neat. cool magnets all over the place. There's this one. I'll show it to you one day. But it's like a very Cronenberg. It's like a dude sitting in front of like a television. It's all fuzzed out and like. A, oh, it's like video drone. He looks like yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yeah. It's like very video drone-ish. drone-ish. Um, I heard you just saw that movie recently. Videodrome? No, I've seen yeah. Videodrome a while ago. Scanners I watched pretty recently. Oh, okay, I see. It was all right. I I, I liked it. I just I thought Videodrome was better. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, uh, like, uh, scanners as far as uh, like, writing and storylines. But the what yeah. Scanners builds up to is the, the head-blowing up scene. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. the whole, yeah. It's a, yeah, but the fucking poster of him where he's like, eh. Yeah, yeah, Michael Ironside, right? Yeah, that dude rules. He has the best voice. <laughs> yeah, fucking Dark Side Superman cartoon. Oh, is he? Uh, like yeah, he's like he's like the big bad. Town. Yeah, he's just like Kal-El, Here I am a god. That's like a terrible <laughs> Michael Ironside impersonation. <laughs> but yeah, I guess we'll just get, we'll get this fucking uh, started, you know. So as always. Um, we'll kind of tell you when and where we're starting so that you can listen to us ramble on about being too high and what we know about Bongzilla because I don't know, Bongzilla fucking rules. <laughs> it's just like, how can you dislike this concept? <laughs> the first time I heard the name, 
I already liked the band. Yeah, I was sold before I even heard the name. Before I even heard the music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're gonna kick this off, and you can start playing the album right now. So where did you first hear of Bongzilla? Um, Relapse Records Contamination CD compilation. Okay. This was um shit, I don't remember the year. Uh but it was a one of those CDs they used to put out every so often with like one maybe two songs from all the different bands on on Relapse. Yeah. So it's like and, you're getting a really wide range of artists. Yes. Uh I would say if they did that kind of thing now it'd be even more so. But yes. back then it was like uh you know, it was it was, early it, was days. it was still yeah, it was the early days. Um and uh that was where uh I first heard it was uh white uh was it the Witchweed maybe? I think it was either Witchweed or that's the song title. Or maybe it was Keith Master, but like an other ver an older version before not the one that was on that that they put out on Gateway. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't really remember the actual song, um, but I remember the CD was like had like you know fifty tracks on it or something like that. It had a crazy like you know amount of tracks in it. <laughs> I remember. Pretty, you know, I, I always wind up doing this, but I just think they're kind of like a good uh, reference for like album releases. Is that Bongzilla actually predates High on Fire in terms of releases? By one year. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember hearing about them before uh, the Art of Self Defense came out. I was yeah, definitely Stash listening came to came out Zilla. in '99. Uh, Stash, that's that was the first album I bought from them. Uh, a CD um, from Relapse, and now that you said that, I remember one of the uh, the the track that I heard on the compilation that made me buy the CD was um, off of that. So I don't exactly remember which one, but now I, now I do remember it was, it was off that album. Yeah. Um, I just want to like throw a ball back and forth to this song. <laughs> oh yeah. Go ahead. Where did go. I find it? At? I heard about them in college. Um, and I always kind of put them in the to listen to later folder in my drug addled brain. <laughs> um, but I wound up getting more into them when I started checking out more Doom and Stoner. And, you know, just again, we were saying, like, because of the name, like, they're a band with a Godzilla reference to the name. Like, I'm obligated to check them out, you know, whether I like it or not. That is true. I was, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I that's something that. that I think makes me stand apart from other Godzilla fans is like, I love finding Godzilla references in all, like, wherever and especially in music so like when i like you know give it show it to some people they're like oh what? and it's just like okay i, I don't know it's weird it's yeah. like a weird thing to be like cognizant of it and just like how very separate like the fan bases seem to be like like heavy metal fans fucking love godzilla movies but godzilla fans don't love heavy metal is what i mm. gather but anyway yeah. that's how i found out about them huh that's pretty 
interesting dichotomy when it comes yeah, I've never known that I've never really thought about before. Yeah, just a little observation there, you know. Yeah, so have you seen them yet? Because uh, I yes, have not. More more than once and actually uh my old band opened up for them. Oh and well let's talk about that. We uh we were Wait, called we were... I, I want to listen to these guys talk. <laughs> I love their stupid little like samples or whatever this is. This is from Reservoir Dog. Oh, is it? I haven't seen mm-hmm. it in so long. It's from Reservoir Dog, yeah. I go to I tell the connection, I'll be right back. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go to the bathroom with the weed on you? <laughs> uh, okay, so how did you wind up opening up for Bongzilla? Because like, oh, we uh, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it was it was great, and it was a great time, and uh, they were all amazing. And uh, well, here, let me tell you the story. Uh, I was playing in a doom, doomish, doomy band um, called Head of the Snake, and uh, it was me, uh, a guitar player and a, a drummer we were a three-piece we had another dude for a little bit but it didn't uh he he didn't work out so um i was on bass and um we played all kinds of gigs all over new new jersey and uh we would just kind of play anywhere like we played at the uh giant stadium state fair um we opened up for 38 special we played on a let me let me guess whoa whoa hold on <laughs> yeah we played really early in the day on the same day that 38 special was playing on that same stage we were like that's five we were like five bands in front of them all right so big, saying we opened up for them what's their big song like, hold on loosely and don't oh, let that's go so that's one of their songs they have oh, i can't remember the name but, of it um but yeah, like I always wind up listening to it when it comes. I think on, it's hold on like, loosely. God is so goddamn stupid. I, th- I think it's hold on loosely. Is their big hit? I'm gonna look it up. Anyway, continue. Just one, I can't stop. Uh, yeah, we uh, so we we <laughs> we uh, on occasion actually no, got caught like, up in you. Caught up in you. Oh, caught that up one. in you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All, All right, right, so you're well, okay. No, we go. Uh, we had a little manager lady who used to uh get us some of the gigs and stuff like we played at stone pony you know played at like um, a lot of the venues around and uh one of the shows we got was opening up for bongzilla it was bongzilla uh it was us bongzilla and there, there was a band in the middle of us called the esoteric they were i believe they were on tour with Bongzilla. They were a relapse band called the Esoteric, and they were like a faster, uh, kind of. They almost sounded like the Locust. Some they're in still some around. Of their parts, but they're they're from Lawrence, Kansas. Currently signed no, to Prosthetic two, Records. There's two Esoterics, though. Oh, Is okay. It, the one it now there was. I don't know how to describe the difference between them. One of them was like bigger than this one. This one, they were like a little bit uh, not as popular well, this, as they, the one that most it people It says know. they're like a math core band. 
that was kind of the way they sounded. I could see that might be them because they There's were kind of mathy. The English funeral doom metal band. Oh, okay. So that is them. It is the math band. Okay. They sounded kind of like Dillinger, like early Dillinger would be okay, a good yeah. way <laughs> That's to describe funny that it's sound. not the fucking doom band. Yeah, it's definitely not the doom band. <laughs> um, they, uh, they were their their singer was a, was a young dude. Their drummer was awesome. The drummer, he uh, I had a clutch shirt on, and he was talking to me about clutch. I remember he was like, "I love clutch." He's like, he said something really cool that I never forgot. He said, he said, people that listen to clutch, you can always tell have a lot more going on than people that don't. <laughs> I believe he meant like, like, like big. Diehard fans of Clutch like know like music. You know, what I mean, they like respect music a lot more than people that you know. I believe that was his point, like, but I never. It just speaks to all of the fucking aggro Clutch fans I've also seen at Clutch shows, where I'm like, yeah, you do have a lot going on. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, they uh, it was we played first, and uh, dudes from Bongzilla all watched us play. Um. Which is very flattering, I thought. Um, and then uh, the esoteric played, and I brought a bunch of weed. I, the other, the, the dude, my guitar player, he didn't smoke weed, and uh, the the girl, cat uh, or drummer, she was. We had a female drummer. Uh, she didn't smoke weed at all, but so I, I was the only one in the band that smoked weed. So, but I brought a bunch of weed because I knew we were playing with Bongzilla, and uh, I was. I smoked them like, uh, you know, I, I smoked a bunch of bowls with them um, in the basement of uh, the band we played. It, it was the venue was called. The venue was in either Poughkeepsie. No, not Poughkeepsie. No, it was in what's that place in New Jersey that's like. Starts, I think it starts with a P and it's like Persephone. up by Bayonne. Parsippany. It might have been Parsippany. Or okay. or maybe is that like by Bayonne? Yeah, I think so. It's like up in up in that area. Sac, no, sac, uh, is there like I'm, a, I'm gonna. I'm okay. Gonna... Where's the cup? Is there a bit? Is there a place I'm, called I'm the cup? Betraying my heritage. Is there a place called no, the cup? Parsippany's a little bit is more up. Is there a venue called the cup? Uh, that's sounds... around anymore. I don't know. I think that might have been the the place. I thought it was maybe even a race themed bar. They used to have shows in metal. Anyway. I ain't coming up here. So I Okay, it doesn't matter. So we um yeah, uh it was just cool as hell. Like uh Mike, he when they were playing, he couldn't it was great. He was like This song goes out to like he couldn't remember my name. So he's he's like <laughs> this song he's like this song goes out to that fucking dude right there. And he just points like straight at me because I was like right in the front. You know what I mean? He's like, because this dude smoked a bunch of weed with us and he's cool as fuck. <laughs> he just said it into the mic and I was like, awesome. Was it in Perth Amboy? And it was Perth Amboy? Nah, that's, that's too close. That's to, way closer to Bayonne. That's too close Perth to home. Bayonne. Yeah, but that's too close to home. It was further away. It was like, it was in like Scataway. No, no. Patterson. I, no, that's a real no, not not there. No, I know. I know. What's that? It wasn't Paramus. That's two that's two verbs, I think. And maybe it was Parsippany. I mean it's not super yeah. far off, but it's not really like close by. 
I don't remember. know. It does. Piscataway. Mm-hmm. I already said that. Nah, that's too close. It, it was further away. I remember it being like, uh, what's that town that's like where they have the dump up there and the, the whole town smells bad? You know what I'm talking about? I mean, that sounds like a lot of New Jersey. Yeah, but there's like one that's got like, is it Staten Island? <laughs> well, that's it's not Staten New Jersey. <laughs> Staten Island does, yeah. Do they have Maybe a big dump Staten over Island. there? Maybe Pleasant it was out Plains? there. Maybe I think the club was might have been in Staten Island, and it was Gateway Tour, and they played all songs from Gateway, and they played H.P. Uh, Keith Master, and they sent it out to me. Mike sent it out to me. Um, nice. I never told you this. No, you've never told me this. This is fucking yeah, amazing. I, I feel as though I've told you this before, but okay. We're no, gonna, you've never told uh, me this. This is fucking yeah, brand new. This is true. This is all true. Um, if you ever have Mike on again, you could ask him about it. I doubt he'll remember it, but he'll probably remember the tour with the Esoteric. Though. I don't know if he's going to remember some shitty ass band that opened up for them. <laughs> fucking... uh, maybe. I don't know. Parsippany. Well, I, I I look forward to the day that I get to see this band. Um, Dude, they rock. Let's play at Desert Fest. I don't know why they're not playing. I guess they scheduled a European tour. So they probably figured they make more money doing that than doing a fucking fly-in or whatever for uh, mm. a night in New York. So I, I hope they, they come just, back. I feel like they, they haven't played East in a long time. I tell you where when I I saw them, it was either right. It was before we opened up for them. I saw them to play at the Contamination Festival in Philadelphia. With, I it was two days. It was Bongzilla, uh, Alabama Thunder Pussy, High on Fire, Neurosis. Cephalic Carnage. Uh, what a fucking Ma- insanely Mastodon. good lineup. Mastodon, hold on. And like that era of Mastodon too. It was yeah, it was Remission. It was the first album. They were playing all stuff. Wow. March of the Fire. So they, they were playing March really, of the Fire. Ants. They were playing fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, but they. It was cool because they used to like open up with like a really light jam that built up like into yeah. the first song, you know, and then they dropped like they were like, oh man, they used to fuck be so good about uh i'm sure they still are they're just i'm not really into what they do but uh the the other bands that were there were it was all just fire bands all day for two days straight every band was amazing and i saw david cross there (laughs) yeah trying to think of who what other bands are that they put out a dvd of it there's a DVD, mm. and somebody posted a meme not too long ago about about it, saying it was like one of the pinnacle like moments in all of subgenre music. Period. Like it was like almost like you could take like you know subgenre music and condense it down into like almost like just that show. Like that's yeah. how badass yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I forget who. Yeah, what I mean, exactly I know, I know you see like pictures and shit from that era, but I feel like, but you think about those bands that were co- like 
not even coming up. I mean, fucking really just getting started and paving the the way for like what was going to come. I mean, you know, relapse put out and broke a lot of fucking big ass bands, you know, mm-hmm. continue to do so to this day. You know, I'm glad mm-hmm. that it's still around, but um, it's just, it's crazy to think you could like dilute it down into that. And I'm sure it was a lot of work, but I'm sure like when they were making the DVD of it, they probably were really thinking like, Oh, it's like, we're just making this for ourselves. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, now, now fucking 10 years later, people are like, Oh, we would love to see that. We put out a run. Or, I, don't, I don't know what relapse is done with it, but I'm sure like now people look at that and say like, God damn it. This is like a really formative moment in like the underground heavy metal scene and like the growth and it, you know it's wild to think about like where relapse is as a label right now and like how many other labels i could start a fucking label if i wanted to i'm fucking not <laughs> it's a lot of, i bet you it's a lot of work it seems like a lot of work it does it definitely even does. some even sure... smaller labels are like yeah. you still got to work your fucking ass off you know yeah exactly exactly look at what's his name like a fry burger. You know? Yeah, or that dude that in Australia I talked to, Jason, from Yanomato. Oh, there you go. Yanomato. I fucking love saying that band's name. Yanomato. <laughs> Yanomamo. I think I said it wrong. God damn it. <laughs> oh, well, I can't edit this out. <laughs> Drug-addled brain, man. <laughs> so, I, speaking of, I guess, what's the mo- what is the most stoned you've ever been? I don't know if I've ever asked that question to you i feel like maybe i have well, we talked about it privately but i don't know if it's like on here or like do you have a time where you're just like i just really went to another fucking place and if it's a bad experience because like sometimes they just it doesn't turn out to be a good experience i've had plenty of nights where i'm like ah oh, this isn't going well <laughs> well you know it's like i thought about it for for a while because like uh i was like uh thinking about because there's because like with smoking i don't know about you but me personally i can only smoke so much and then i pretty much just get sober again i'm just like i'm not stoned anymore like i just feel like normal uh i'm sure i'm really stoned like in real life but like Mm -hmm. i've just like for some reason in my brain i just feel like normal again you know it happens at the end of like a really, really long day of just smoking all of it. Well, and... it's like that. It's kind of like those moments where I'm, I'm, it's like drinking, where you're like, I've been drinking all day. And you get to a point where you're like, and I'm sure this Saturated. is like some yeah. stupid bullshit that people who drink a lot of you know, alcohol or like to engage in drinking a lot of alcohol, like myself. Uh, when you say, oh man, I got to this point where I was like, I was really drunk, but I didn't even feel fucking drunk anymore. And I'm like, yeah, it's because mm-hmm. you're probably completely numb to fucking everything that's going mm-hmm. around you. That's and it, you that's actually it. are probably just hella drunk. Um, that's it. And it's just how well you can handle it, you know? Yeah. Um, um, well, there's that with smoking, but then there's like, you know, when you reach that point with when you edibles, you just pass out. Yeah, you know I, what yeah, I mean. You just pass out. Yeah. So I definitely so feel like I, I can hit like a plateau with smoking. Yeah, this. Like, so I was trying to think about like, will almost if I do too much of them will almost always throw me over the edge, which is like you need to just lay down now. Because, yeah, you gotta lay down. That's it. Because everything yeah. around you is you're on a helicopter blade. 
<laughs> just uh, you know, it's time to take a weed nap. You know, but they uh, uh, when when you asked me that question, I I can't help but think about the time I smoked the best weed I ever smoked in my life, still to this day. And that, my friend, I was really high. <laughs> and it, was, it was just amazing. It was. Uh, okay. I used to know a guy who used to go get weed from his cousin, and his cousin was a gangster in Newark. And this dude used to go and get the most fire shit I've ever, let me tell you something. I've lived out in California. I've grown weed. I've grown hundreds of pounds of weed in California, right? I've fucking been smoking weed my entire life, right? The fucking weed these dudes could get was unlike still to this day, anything I've ever seen. It was twenty dollars for like a point six okay with no hope of ever getting any kind of like an ace or a weight any kind of nothing no no you don't get that you get there's 10 bags right which you got like a point three right which was like barely anything but enough to roll like a super skinny one person blunt like about mm-hmm. the size of a cigarette you know or, or like a real small joint. Nobody, we didn't put it in paper at the time. We were smoking. We were rolling in a, a Dutch Master, just the, just the outer leaf, just the tobacco leaf, not none yeah, of the inner yeah, part, yeah, just the tobacco leaf. Um, I always and, threw uh, those Dutch guts out, dude. The fucking. Well, I'm saying like the. You know how there's, the other kind of paper too. There's like, two kinds of paper with the Dutch Master. After you dump the guts, yes. there's like, the outer leaf that's like just a regular tobacco leaf like a raw tobacco leaf and then there's like that inner paper we used to like peel that inner paper off and like throw it i used to throw it away i didn't like that i used to roll in just the tobacco leaf i think i don't know if that not a lot of people used to do that i think we used to use the leaf we used to break it and then well you know what that's because you're fucking legit all right (laughs) i never rolled them i can't roll (laughs) a fucking one but i my friends used to do them like fucking magic it was fucking wild i used to be pretty good smoked at the shit out of a lot of blunts back in the day and like nice. have not revisited since i'm kind of worried what would happen me too honestly me too and i tell you what somebody gave me some some dutch masters that they got out out east as a uh, birthday present or something like christmas present like uh uh and i still haven't used them they're probably stale as shit uh I think if just because I've been blunt, like, because I haven't smoked cigarettes anymore, I quit cigarettes. So I'm afraid what will happen if I smoke tobacco. <laughs> I mean, that never worried me. Um, <coughs> it, it just never happened. I also used to smoke cigars too, so I've kind of stopped with that generally because I always feel like fucking shit. But like, I think if I had a blunt, it would wind up just. I'd smoke just a little bit of it. I'd be like puffing on that thing for like days. Days, That's a yeah, lot right? of weed. Yeah. So. But it was oh, good so shit. This shit, dude. A point seven, right? Point six point seven, right? Would roll like a skinny blunt. You know, it's not uh by any means 
fluffy nugget. It was very uh, stringy. And sometimes it was even like brown. The weed was brown. But it was covered in crystals. It was so crystally that it would just like, it was the most crystalline, crystalline, there's so much friggin' THC crystals on it. It was like powder, just like coming off of it. Like when you picked it up, it was just dust falling off of it. It was fucking insane. Oh my insane. God, yeah. It's it was like, like from like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, uh, it was It was just insane. And it was called Branson. That was the strain. And what Branson. it was called, and I believe Branson. Yeah, almost, yeah. B-R-A-N-S-O-N, Branson. And hmm. apparently... It was like uh, named after the dude that grew the strain, or whatever. I know right. I don't know who he was, but it, but they used to call it Branson. And if you listen back into like late '90s, early 2000s, um, that's when it was. It was right. I don't know if I mentioned the year. It was like around like I think 2002, 2000, maybe 2001. It was like. Early two thousand. What a time um, that must have been to be doing reckless shit. <laughs> it was, oh boy, it was. Uh, uh, but uh, if you listen to like a lot of hip hop back then, uh, they talk about Branson. Like uh, I know. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they like. Uh, I know Busta Rhymes has a song he mentions Branson. Uh, I know uh, Redman Method. Uh, Redman mentions Branson a lot, a couple times. Um, Method Man. Yeah, it's a just, and it was only that one, the first one. I called it Branson number one because I got the Branson after that. It was never, it was always great, but never just as quite as good as that first time. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure a lot of that had to do with my tolerances again and stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, And there was there was another weed he used to get that it was called. It was called 189, and it was it was a ha- it was the dirtiest haze you ever saw in your life. It was brown, straight brown, and it was just like I can't describe it, but it was fucking really dirty haze. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. It's like just super cat pissy, and uh, it smells like uh, basically smells like church, like a uh, cat pussy or giggle bush. Um, yeah. That would be very unfortunate if you, well, we well, found out that uh, giggle bush was slang for cat vagina. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know why my brain went I there. Saw, I'm sorry. I apologize to the public. I saw a coworker today at the grocery store with a uh, pram, you know, like a little cat, like a uh, something you'd have a baby in, a car- yeah. carriage, a baby carriage. And then... Uh, when I, I, I looked in it, there was a cat in there. <laughs> okay, that's strange. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It was like um, a coworker that wasn't working that day. I just ran into them at the grocery store, but I just thought it was weird. They had a cat in the So do you want to hear thing. this Roger Waters story? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I feel like I told you, and maybe it'll just come back to you, but... Um, so my dad turned me on to Pink Floyd when I was like young. So it's like formative band, uh, 
for me from him. It's like, you know, one of those things, you know, your parents are like, oh, you, they show you some certain certain things and you're like, oh, that's cool. And they kind of stick with you. So like, that's kind of always been with me because of that. So, <laughs> you know, uh, when, um, and he saw them like a few, I think he saw them like once when they were still Pink Floyd. And then he saw like, what? yeah, like Giant Stadium or something. Was and then it he like, saw like uh, Roger Waters. Post Roger Waters leaving? So it was no, like uh, no, no, no. the like Gilmore Waters that, or before with Before that, like tail end of the band. Oh, sweet. So, but he saw Roger Waters a bunch of times. So when he started rolling through town in like, you know, the early 2000s, we went a bunch. Um, so then he was playing, it was 2017. He was playing in uh, Newark at the Prudential Center. And uh, so me and a buddy who's also a big fan, we're like, we're going to go. My dad's like, all right, all right, I'm going to get three tickets and we'll all go. So I said, all right, great. We'll meet you there after, you know, work we'll, and we'll go in. So we get there, you know, we're hanging at a bar, having a beer. My dad shows up, you know, finish beer, go in. We get inside, uh, just hanging out. Everything's totally chill. Everything's great. Show starts and I'm like, all right, time to fucking light up this joint. I snuck in in my fucking oh, damn shoe. Right it is. And they were being like strict with security. Yeah, yeah, there were so many people there. They took us through like a weird like back hallway. It was strange. Um, so I light up, you know, and I'm like, you know, to my buddy, I'm like, you want any? And he's like, ah, I'm good, I'm good. I thought I said, Dad, you want? And he's like, uh, all right. <laughs> so he takes a you already know where this is going. Oh, so probably. He takes a puff and I'm just like, all right, all right, you know. So I take it. Within minutes, he's like, hat off, jacket off, <laughs> not, like other like. I'm like, are you okay? He's like, dude, I'm hot, and I just see the sweat. Like, you ever see that on someone when? They oh get, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah, yeah. sweat just, you see it mm -hmm. build, and I was like, mm -hmm. are you okay? It's happened to me before. Yeah, it's, it's happened, happened to me too. And yeah. I, I'm like, and I kind of am like, oh no, is this about to happen to him? And. Uh, he just was like, oh, I, I just need to take a nap. And I was like, what? And he just like, <laughs> I just see my dad's eyes roll into the back of his head and he just like passes out. I was like, oh shit. I'm like, so I was immediately yeah. I start freaking out. Guy behind me is like, hey, is everything okay? I look up and I'm like, there's something wrong with my dad. And he's like, well, what do you want me to do? I go, I don't know, go get someone. <laughs> Like I'm yelling, so I make this guy leave the concert that he's paid money for to go get security, what? and I'm like literally like shaking my father, smacking him in the face. He's like not waking up at all. So I'm, you know, pretty concerned. You know, I'm, You're I'm, concerned. I'm, I'm fucking point. high as hell too. So I'm yeah. like, so like four security people come over and they're just like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, "My oh my dad." He just like passed out. He won't wake up. And they're like, "Is he, did he eat? Did he drink?" And I'm like, "Yeah, he smoked some marijuana." And they're like, "Sir, sir, sir, are you okay?" And he wakes up and he just like shakes his head and he goes, "Get your fucking hands off me!" And they're like, "What?" He goes, "What the fuck are you doing?" And they're like, "Sir, you were passed out and you weren't responding." And he was like, "No, I said I was taking a fucking nap. All right, what the fuck is this?" And they're like, "I'm okay." And they go look at me and they go, "He said he's okay." And I'm like. Oh, I guess he's okay. So they're like, and he's like, yeah, I'm fine. Just go away. He's like, ah. man. Sitting there for a second. I'm like, Dad, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. I just needed to take a nap. In the so, middle okay. of a concert. 
you know, this is like the whole song. I don't even remember what song it was. And then like just 10 seconds go by where nothing happens. And then he goes like this. He just stands up and goes, I came back to life. <laughs> <laughs> like screams that out into the audience. And I'm, wow. I'm dying laughing at this point. And then I went and got some waters and I was like, here, you, and he's like, yeah, oh yeah. And he's just like, oh, this water yeah, tastes so good. good. Then he was yeah. great. Then he had a great time. Then the rest of the show was fantastic. So like half, you know, the, the Roger Waters usually does a break. And I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I told you. All I needed to do was take a nap. I don't know why you got, why did you get those people? He goes, I saw what it was going on. I was awake the whole time. I heard the music. I was, ha- I was aware. I'm like, no, you are dead to the world. <laughs> so the, okay. A concert. Is that the best time for the nap, you think? <laughs> or Dude, but okay, you know, it's also uh, he did he had left work, gone home, eaten like half of a chicken. Like mm-hmm. not like a, a living chicken, like a cooked yeah, yeah. chicken that he made. Oh. Um so like he was it wasn't like he was malnourished because sometimes you know you go out, you don't eat, you drink, mm-hmm. you fucking feel terrible. Like he was mm-hmm. fine. He's just getting old and can't handle the weed anymore. Future reference to if anything like that ever happens again, sugar is the best thing for it. I found it? personally, yeah, in my opinion, like uh, uh, any kind of sugar blast, like if you can get a sugar blast in you, it'll usually straighten you out. Because I believe what that is is a, a rapid descent in blood sugar. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's I believe a, something well, happens with your blood sugar. It was a panic attack. I believe the two go hand in hand a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I believe people freak. You know what I mean? They have the freak out in in uh, Amsterdam, in uh, like the smoke shops and stuff. They have a seat like for for when that happens to people. You know what I mean? That's just like people happen all like it. It just yeah. happens, and I believe that part of their procedure is. They have sugar cubes on hand, and they just give people sugar cubes. Tell them to sit the fuck down and relax. <laughs> yeah. oh, interesting. Yeah, I believe that's the yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was the most stone my dad's probably ever fucking been <laughs> in life. Um, mine, I don't know. I feel like I have had a lot. I know I one of the worst was I was in Canada and I had two brownies, just thinking, "Fuck it, why not?" You know, they fucking kicked in at the same time. Oh, they'll get had a bunch of those moonshine cherries, those cherries that were like. I know what, they, you, what you're saying. I've never had them, but I know what you mean. Yeah, I ate like three of those, yeah. had a bunch of beers, and then I wound up, uh, another guy got fucked, excuse me, got fucked up and passed out in the bar. And that freaked me out so much that I fucking passed out. And this dude who like, I, I like, rode up together from New Jersey for this like big communal trip. And mm. he's just like, I, so like someone I forget if he told me or like someone else told me later on that was just like he just had gone and said oh this fucking sucks because like what do I gotta like tell his fucking mom now I drove him up here <laughs> <laughs> so luckily I woke up and then I but I fucking vomited all over my buddy that was not oh, cool. rough yeah That's but I felt rough. better was... immediately afterward <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I feel like I mine are just sort of like 
it's I don't know. I I've had like good moments, uh, but I feel like a lot of the times where it's been like the most high, I'm like I feel like I just was being silly, and it's not worth talking about. Yeah, it's so. like uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll say that. All right, fine. I'll tell you like. I do remember one time, like getting really high off of. Uh, we were ripping a vape, like an old the, with the tube. Yeah, with the box looks mod with the pencil sharpener. Yeah, the box mod. Yeah. Yeah, ripping that in my buddy's place, and uh, he put on. You ever see the Social Network? No, I've never seen. I know what uh, it is. I've never seen it there. Uh, anyway, the Facebook movie. So uh, Trent Reznor. Uh, did the soundtrack for it and he does a uh, a version of in the hall the mountain king you know that song oh really and it's just like you know fucking wacky electronic version of it and it just fucking propelled me into a the stratosphere and i just got like grabbed my friend by like the collar and just got in his face and just started like going like i don't even know how to describe this to in an audio level but just sort of like silent screaming in his face to like the notes. So it was just like, so, oh, uh, yeah. oh okay. <laughs> it, uh, Jacob's ladder. Think Jacob's ladder, one inch yeah, from yeah. his face. Yeah. And yeah, we, we all thought that was pretty funny. Very stupid. It, very stupid. Sounds pretty cool. Um, who have you smoked weed with that's cool? You? <laughs> yes, we have smoked weed. <laughs> um, but um, I mean, cooler than me. Wow, I just spit all uh, of my yeah, you. Um, I should have been more prepared for this question. Um, this is a pretty sick. I love that. Just distort this. <laughs> Man, I, I don't even know the. This reminds me of speaking of Nine Inch Nails. This kind of reminds me of a baseline from a Nine Inch Nails song. <laughs> It'd be oh, really? funny if Trent Reznor was like, "Yeah, I liked a little bit of Bongzilla back in the day. <laughs> I thought they were cooler than your average metal band." They sampled it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I, I have one that I think is kind of cool. I smoked weed with Bernard the Head Elf from Santa Claus. <laughs> Bernard, the Dave, head elf. Uh, Dave Crumholtz. From Santa Claus. You ever see the Santa Claus? The guy, Claus? the nerdy, the like the nerdy guy with the like the glasses. He's the, he's the elf. He's the elf the that with, works at the North Pole, and he's like Santa. You gotta do this. The guy with the glasses. I don't think he's, he has glasses. glasses in the movie. No, I don't think so. Let me see what. Let me get a picture of this guy. What's his name? You'll know who he is. What, what, was he Freaks name? and Geeks? He was on yeah, no, nah, but not like that. What, what? What? What's the movie I'm looking for? Santa Claus? Santa Claus. With, with Tim, Tim Allen. Allen? Yeah. The actor is uh, Dave Crumholtz. Okay. Dave Crum... How do you spell it? <laughs> Just type in, it's K-R-U-M. Oh, it's with a K, that's why I can't find it. <laughs> I'm stupid, pardon me. Here he is. Uh... Oh, this guy. Oh, yeah, I know him. He's from, uh... uh... Not the Hebrew Hammer. Uh, he's in. Uh... He's in Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. He's Goldstein. Yeah, he's the yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, I know that this guy. guy. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. So I, that's pretty funny. Yeah, he be, he became friends with some 
guys who do a uh, craft beer brewery in uh, Burton County, Valero oh, store. Okay. So they became friends with him. They met him because I guess he moved to New Jersey and they used to go to trivia night at a local like bar or something. And they met him there and they wound up like making a beer with him. So the place that they had the release for it was up the highway from my old place in Jersey. So I was, I drove, I you know came down from work. Um, the one year was around the holidays. Uh, it was like December or something like that. So I drove down and stopped on the way there and, you know, I'm hanging out, I'm talking to my, you know, I knew those, I got to know those guys from like working at liquor store way back in the day. And, um, fucking Dave Crumholtz, Bernard, the house elf shows up. He's fucking completely shit faced. Like he's been yeah. drinking. They're just like, dude, we told you not to drink because we were going to have like all this beer and you got hammered. So I'm outside yeah. uh, and he shows up and he's like ripping on a vape and whatever. And I'm outside smoking bomb. I'm like, do you want to smoke some weed? He's like, oh, fuck yeah, man. Thanks, dude. And like, I don't even remember what the fuck we talked about, but we talked about like some stupid bullshit. And uh, yeah, we smoked weed together. So that was kind of insane. And I'm just like, you know, texting Sarah. I'm like, yo, I'm smoking pot with Bernard, the house elf. <laughs> and okay, so uh, yeah, I gotta, I'll send you the picture later. Oh, that'd be awesome, man. He's in, uh, he, he's in a lot of stuff now that I'm, he's in super bad. Yes. He's in, uh, he's in uh, Adam's Family Values. Remember him in Adam's Family Values? He has a prominent part in Adam's Family Values. He plays he in Mr. Uh, Popper's the Penguins. love interest. He plays the love interest of Wednesday Adams in Adam's Family Values at the camp. Remember, he plays like the nerdy kid, and they fall I've in love. I've never seen that movie. Oh, it's great! It's a good movie. It's the first one's really good, but the the second one's okay too. It's it's good. Oh, he's in Buster Scruggs. That's that's what I most recently know him from, is he's in the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. He's uh at the poker table in the beginning <laughs> when the dude gets his face blown off. Also, a yeah. movie I'm not familiar with. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. It's a great uh, Coen Brothers. It's the last Coen Brothers movie. It was made for Netflix oh. in 2018. It was uh amazing. It's like a little vignettes. It's like four, I think, or Tom oh, okay. Waits is in oh, it. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it's great, dude. It's great. Um, got your boy from uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? We thought you was a dude. Okay. Tim Blake Nelson. Smoke weed with Terry from Grief, but. You know, oh yeah, I have like, too. That seems like customary. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of who. I thought I. I mean, I'm sure there's like some pretty cool people. I mean, a lot of musicians and shit. Yeah, I mean, you, you know? smoke weed with Jimmy Bauer, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Jimmy Bauer, um, Brian Patton, too. Um, what else? Uh, Scott H. Byron, uh, smoke weed with uh, with Mike from Bongzilla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, like uh, I don't know, man. I wish I 
kept more track of that. I'm sure there's probably actually some pretty cool people in there. Oh, Todd, uh, rest in peace from Warhorse, the uh, original guitar player okay. from Warhorse, or, or the second guitar player part. Uh, but the guy played on, you know, his Heaven Turns to Ash. Uh, that was pretty cool. I remember smoking with him. Uh, uh, the dudes from Electric Wizard, all three of the original dudes from Electric Wizard, just Tim, uh, you know, and Mark, uh, on multiple occasions, all three of them. Uh, hmm. I wish I'd have like thought about this all day and like wrote them all down. <laughs> you know, like I could have had a pretty, probably a pretty cool list. But, hmm. It's not like I'm, like looking at my records. Thing. I'm trying to think. I, I, of, I guess it's also not the coolest thing when you realize that so many people smoke weed. Yeah, I mean it's not. Yeah, it used to be a lot cooler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like four, like when four twenty meant a thing. Mm. Uh, Excuse me. I remember getting really high on a four twenty one time at my neighbor's house back in in North Brunswick. Uh, Tony Romeo, my neighbor. Yeah. By your neighbor from New Jersey. Yeah, yeah he he lives with his mother, and his mother went out for the day. So guess what? He called everybody over, and we smoked <laughs> out like a motherfucker, bro. Oh man, dude. Oh, man. I fucking love yeah, that great. show. Like I've been rewatching it now from the beginning. And it's you know what's even fucking funnier wow. is that Tony Rome wears fucking sweatpants and well you feed her <laughs> just like Carl. And he fucking he does have a gold chain too, I believe. He, he had glasses though. It's different glasses. <laughs> but he uh <laughs> he's forbidden from calling the local talk radio station. <laughs> <laughs> the real person yes the real my my neighbor the guy i'm talking about for i'm assuming for uh harassment or yeah just or crazy yeah bullshit yeah of course but just fucking hilarious I, I i just thought that uh you'd get a kick out of that i did well we're at the uh tail end of the album Every single one of these tracks is uploaded by a different person. I'm just going to read off all of the names because they're okay. all fucking while amazing. You do that, while you do that, I'm going to go grab some weed from this dude. I'll be right back. <laughs> all right. Explain. You can explain this while I'm going. Yeah. So, well, you can just look at the – it doesn't matter for you out there. But these are the people that uploaded the tracks of Gateway for our listen. So, shout-outs to Dr. Bong, Chugly Mug – with the ch lowercase and the rest in uppercase so it actually what you're saying is ugly mug but it's chugly grinder splatter fuzz rock radio never talk to ai uh not sure if this is ae palmer but it's like ae like the tool album onima so it might be like o palmer and special shout outs to the person who uploaded hash dealer. Ag. Thank you all. Um, some interesting little factoids about this album uh, as we close out here. Uh, so it's album number three, 2002 relapse records. Uh, title is a reference to the term gate. Oh, gateway drug. 
This was back when Bogzilla was still a four-piece, Mule Boy, Spanky, Cooter Brown, and Magma. Uh, we were unable to figure out who did the artwork for the record. Um, it's very cool. I, I can't tell. Uh, but it was produced by uh, Wendy Schneider. Um, had no idea who uh, produced three Bongzilla albums and uh, looks like has had quite a bit of a career in terms of being an engineer based out of the Wisconsin area uh, or something like that. Um, also has done albums for the band uh, CUDA or CUDA, C-U-D-A and Tormentula. So I don't know. That's very cool. I didn't, I had no idea. Like really on all, uh, did producing, engineering, recording, mixing on uh, three of those Bongzilla records, which is, fucking rad because uh all three of them are really fucking awesome so um hopefully august gets back here before the album ends uh because i'm very quickly running out of interesting things to talk about but hopefully everybody's having uh an enjoyable 420 and uh I'll, i know what i'll do i'll uh, take a, a moment to uh shout out uh last prisoner project which is uh organization that I like to promote on here that works in and around marijuana or uh, cannabis law reform, uh, because a lot of those laws are fucking stupid and there's still a long way to go before we get to the place we need to be. So I'd point you in the direction of uh, helping them out. Really cool organization um, doing a lot of really good things. These are sick riffs. And uh, this was a good beer. Yeah, you can tell that I'm really struggling here to come up with something to keep you occupied. So hopefully you find this uh, uh, worm dangling at the end of the hook. There's a fishing reference for you, August. Uh, enjoyable, because I certainly am not enjoying it. If I could ask... Mule Boy, one question, it would be... Who is your daddy, and what does he do? He's probably answered that question, so I wouldn't go that. I rescind my question. Well, here we are at the end of the album, so thanks for checking out this year's edition of the 420 album commentary for Gateway by Bongzilla. I'm Dylan, and I'm Dylan, and that'll do it for this chapter of The Diary. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> the album has ended. Uh-oh. <laughs>